Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or a roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger Cut Beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. When Barry Carlton returned to Rossville, he had no intention to do anything but live as one of the idle rich. But Penny Gibbs' influence on him changed his mind. He found himself a job, but he doesn't go to work until next week. So this morning, he says to his mother... Well, what's on the schedule today, Mother? If you don't have any plans for me, I think I'll just float around town a little. Dinner's at 8 o'clock, Barry. I'd like you home this evening. Oh, what for? Mm, That can wait till this evening. Well, sounds mysterious. It's not. You haven't any plans for this evening, have you? Well, no, not exactly. I mean... Not yet, but I thought I might go out and make some plans. Anywhere special to the Dodges, perhaps? Maybe, I'm not sure. I think I'll go into town first. It's awfully dull around here. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I don't blame you in a way. This house is terribly empty. Yes, our houses always are, Mother. We go in for such big ones. Would you be satisfied to live in a five-room house with one servant? I don't know. I never lived in one, but... You know something, Mother? Penny Gibbs lives in just an ordinary house. Well, it's bigger than average, but otherwise, it's just an ordinary house. She has no servants, really, and it's such a pleasant place. That's because Penny makes it pleasant. No, I never thought of that, but I guess it's true. A home is what you make it, I understand, and Penny is the kind of person who makes most anything pleasant. Well, I doubt if she could take the chill off this place of ours... Do you hate this place so much, son? No, Mother, I don't hate it. It's just that... I don't know, it's hard to explain, but this place isn't home the way Penny's house is home. That's my fault. No, no, it isn't, Mother. It's not your fault. It's it's the fault of the house itself, the size of it, the way it's built, the things in it. I'm not complaining, believe me. I, I don't deserve to have the roof of a shanty over my head, but living here is like living in an empty railway station. This is the kind of place in which you were born to live, Barry. 
It's one of the penalties you have to pay for being a Carlton. You do think I'm complaining, don't you, Mother? Honestly, I'm not. I'm proud to be a Carlton. I only wish I could do something to make the Carltons proud that I'm one of them. I have hopes that this job you're starting on next week will be a step in that direction. I'll have to do more than go to work to make up for what I've done, Mother. I wonder what Dad would think of me if he were alive today. Son, do you know that's the first time you've mentioned your father since you've been home? Oh, it is? Well, it isn't out of lack of respect, Mother. I know that. But it's strange that you should mention him now. Why? We'll talk about it after dinner tonight. I would like you to be here, son. I have something I want to talk to you about and something I want to show you. What, Mother? This evening, son. You go out and have a good time, but please don't waste all day at the Dodgers. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of going over to Madeline's. Matter of fact, I was toying with the idea of dropping in on Penny Gibbs. Do you think you should, Barry? You don't want to make a nuisance of yourself. Oh, are you objecting to my seeing her, too? I have no right to object to your seeing anyone, but it isn't proper to call on someone at just any time of the day. Oh, I gave Penny fair warning that she'd find me on her doorstep at all hours. Why? Well, if you can keep the secret, Mother, I rather like the girl. Well, if you can keep a secret, son, I'll tell you something, too. I rather hoped you would like her. Oh, I wouldn't. But she's difficult to get close to, Mother. That's why I'm hounding her. I think maybe if I make a pest of myself, I'll break her down a little. Why, you sound honestly interested. I think I am. I'll see you later, Mother. Getting close to 10 o'clock, and I want to catch Penny before she goes out shopping. She's a hard girl to find at home with that house full of people she has to run errands for. Just let me finish this seam on this dress, and I'll be right with you, Peg. Oh, don't stop on my account, Penny. I, I didn't know you were sewing in here. I wouldn't have come in. There we are. It's all finished. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. Nothing that hasn't been wrong for a long time. It's pretty out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Want to go for a walk? No. No, I haven't the energy. Oh, didn't you sleep well last night? Oh, yes. I slept beautifully, but I feel as if I've been up all night. <laughs> Why? Oh, I don't know. Blue, I guess. Hasn't done me as much good to get away as I thought it would. It'll take time, Peg. After all, you've only been here a couple of days. I know, but I've been on the move for almost a week. I guess there's just no getting away from it, that's all. Peg. Peg, do you know what you're trying to get away from? No. Well, that's probably a trouble, then. You don't know what you're running away from or where you're running to. You're only half right, Penny. I, I guess I do know what I'm running away from. Places and things, sights, sounds, faces and the voices that remind me of Jim and my baby. I don't know where I'm running. Maybe that's what's the matter with me. Just that. Oh, it's the doorbell. Oh, go ahead, Penny. Answer it. I, I, I don't want to talk anymore right now. I'm, I'm glad it rang. <laughs> Stay in the sunroom, darling, and relax. I'll be with you in just a minute. Oh, no, Penny, please, let, let me stay out here alone for a few minutes. Oh, right, if you like. Oh, just a minute. I'm coming. Hello. Hello, Barry. Come in. Uh-huh. An invitation. So, I'll give you one in return. No, no, you won't. Oh, uh, yes, I will. Remember, I threatened to hound and pester you day in and day out. So, here I am to hound and pester mm -hmm. you. And keep your threats, hmm? Uh-huh. What about tonight? Sorry, I'm busy. Oh, what about this afternoon? Busy. 
What about right now? I have to go shopping right now. Oh. You want to go with me? Yeah, and carry packages? <laughs> and carry packages. All right, I'll fool you. I'll go with you. Are you surprised? Yes, I am. I thought men hated to carry packages. They do, but let's face it, Penny, I'm not much of a man. I think I'm facing a lecture on that at dinner tonight. Oh, really? What do you mean? A mother made a point of my being home for dinner tonight. There was a serious tone in her voice, which means the old girl is going to chat with me about turning over a new leaf or two. More coffee, Barry? No, thank you, Mother. More for you? No, thank you. Would you come into the library with me a moment? Uh, here it comes, huh? Why do you say that? Oh, I've been waiting for it all through dinner and ever since we came in here for coffee. Well, don't you want to give me my talking to here, Mother? I'm not going to give you a talking to, son. There's something in the library I want to show you. Oh? Will you come in, please? Surely, of course. Now, wait, let me open the door. Oh. I'm so used to opening them myself, I forgot there's a man in the house again. <laughs> Thanks. Son, what made you mention your father this morning? Well, I don't know. We were talking about him, I guess. But we weren't. And it was extremely significant to me that you spoke of him this morning. Oh, why? What's significant about it, Mother? Do you know how long ago your father died? Yes, I was about seven, I think. You were nearer eight. Your father's been dead just 23 years today. Today? Today, son. You didn't know him very well. You were very little and he was very busy. And you've been away from home so much the last few years. I don't expect you to remember the anniversary of his death. Here. Here is something I want to give you tonight. Your father put it in this drawer himself. It was to be given to you on your 30th birthday. But since you weren't here then, or for your last birthday either, I think it can be given to you on this occasion. Oh? What is it, Mother? This, this envelope. What's in it? I don't know. Something your father left for you. I've never opened it. Well, I'm almost afraid to myself. Don't be. Open it. All right. Perhaps you'd like to sit down. No, no, I'll stand, Mother. Oh. It's a letter from Dad. I imagined it was. Uh, written, well... Uh... Well, look when it was written. October 1920. Well, let's see, I was only five years old then. Read the letter, son. May I read it out loud? If you wish. Yeah, I'd like to. Very well. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well, it says, Dear son, today is your fifth birthday. And as I sit here at my desk looking out the library window and see you playing on the lawn, I'm very proud of you, my son. But you'll be a man, my son, when you read this. For this is a letter you'll read when you're 30 years of age, and I, I imagine, will no longer be here to watch you and see what you're doing. Look for happiness, not in things that money can buy, but in things that come to you because you're kind and considerate. And by all means, don't make the mistake that I have made. Work hard, yes. Do a job and an ever better job throughout the years, but don't devote your life to power and the accumulation of money. For life is play, too. And give your family more than a good home and the security of your wealth. Give them yourself. 
I like my dreams of you, son. You will be tall and handsome. You'll walk with the stride of a man who is sure of his success. For I know you will be successful in anything you do. But you will do good with your success and be humble. You must be, son. You must. I... I'll leave millions when I die in an empire of mills and factories. But you are one of the few things I leave here on this earth which I hate to leave, of which I dream I can honestly be proud. Love, your dad. Oh, Barry, my son. My darling son. No, Mother, Mother, don't cry. Don't cry, and please don't be afraid. I'll try to amount to something now. I'll try, and I, I promise you, and I promise Dad. Will his father's letter turn Barry Carlton into the kind of man his mother wants him to be? And will it change Barry Carlton become an important influence in the life of Penny Gibbs. Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef. And Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. That's right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite, you'll find that at Kroger's, you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Yes, everybody's happy when you go to your neighborhood Kroger store for Kroger cut beef. Your family loves the deliciousness, the juicy flavor of Kroger beef. You love the way it cooks up so perfectly. And your pocketbook loves the fact that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Get some without delay. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to listen in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.